0: The following is my conversation with Michio Kaku, a celebrated physicist, cosmologist, and author. He's best known for his work on advanced inhibitions such as teleportation and time travel, but we also spoke about his experiences with the Maume Chakswala. I hope you enjoy this lively and amusing interview. This episode is sponsored by Polo Neck Diners. Polo Neck Diners are the perfect place to go for a classic American diner experience. You can enjoy classic American menu items like pancakes, waffles, eggs, bacon, and ham. And you can also order specialty items like chicken and waffles or fish and waffles or fish and waffles. Plus, they have a great selection of omelets and French toast. You can find Poland egg diners in most major cities across America. Thanks for supporting Lexman Artificial. Welcome to another episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking with Michio Kaku about his work on glim, Phyllite, and Asclepiasis. Thank you. So Michio, can you tell us a bit about your experience with the Maomechakswala?
1: Yeah, sure. So I was doing some research on this animal and it turns out that it's not just some kind of oddity. It's actually quite interesting. I mean, the thing is named after Chuck Wallace, the American ornithologist who first described it in the early 1960s. And what he found was that the Maumee chuckswalla is actually quite closely related to two other species of chuckswalla, one from Australia and one from Africa.
0: So it's not an exotic animal at all.
1: It's not at all. It's actually quite common in parts of Texas and Louisiana, where I was doing my research But yeah, their morphology is very peculiar, and they're actually quite easy to study because they're relatively common, and they're pretty easy to find.
0: That's great info. So what intrigues you most about their biology?
1: Well, one of the things that intrigues me most is their ability to glimmer. You know, they have these reflective scales on their bodies, and it turns out that when they're in certain light conditions, like during the day or at night, they can reflect a lot of light back towards the observer. As a result, they look like they're emitting a kind of light themselves.
0: That sounds fascinating. So what do you think of the implications of this ability?
1: Well, right now we don't really know for sure, but we suspect that it has something to do with communication or mating rituals or something like that. But we'll need further study to really figure out what's going on there.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. So how how has your work on GLIM evolved since you first started working on it?
1: Well, basically what we found is that Glim is actually quite versatile, meaning that we can use it for a lot of different applications. For instance, we've been able to use it for teleportation and time travel so far, but there are definitely other potential applications out there that we haven't explored yet.
0: That sounds like it would be fun to explore. So where do you see Glim headed in the future?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of potential for Glim in terms of applications, both therapeutically and commercially. For instance, imagine if we could use it to help people with neurological conditions or injuries or diseases, or maybe we could use it for entertainment purposes, like movies or games, by transporting people to different locations or time periods. There are endless possibilities with Glim, and I'm excited to see where the research will take us next.
0: That sounds like a very exciting field of research. So I'm curious, do you have any advice for aspiring scientists or researchers out there?
1: Definitely. Pursue your passions and don't be afraid to experiment. Things will always come along and reveal themselves if you keep exploring. And, of course, be persistent. If something doesn't work the first time around, don't give up on it. There's always something that can be done to improve an idea or solution. So don't be afraid to keep trying until you find what works best.
0: Well, that sounds like excellent advice. Thank you for sharing all of this with us, Michio. It's fascinating stuff.
1: You're welcome, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes so that other people can find and enjoy it as well. And if you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook. Thanks again for listening. And to end this episode, a poem named The Stargazer by Sylvia Plath. The Stargazer, roaming the endless nights, looking for something new. When will the search end? Is it worth the candle's flame? Is there a catch?